Praise God. <laughs> Woo! That's what we need. An old time move of God. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! My goodness. See, you can't experience this. Streaming. See, you got to be in his presence. My God. Woo! You got to be able to see Tiffany on her face. My God. You can't see that. Streaming. My God. Woo! My goodness. Glory to the most high God. <laughs> this is how WM ministry, this is how we do it. My God. I want to welcome everybody today that came out to fellowship, came out to praise and worship. I want to thank y'all also for streaming as well. Bless God. My goodness. Hey, hey, man. See, I didn't grow up in the, the old church. Man, did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? I got a witness back there. I missed something, didn't I? I missed a generation. I missed a generation who could touch the heart of God. Without all this fluff and lights and cameras and smoke and laser beams. I, I, My goodness. I missed something, didn't I, Freedom? But I don't know. It's a remedy. It's a, a residue in some of y'all still. So. It's a residue in some of y'all right there. So All is not lost. <laughs> All is not lost. I don't care what you do. You didn't come up with all this other stuff, but that right there. It's just, come on in the room, Lord. Come on in the room. I just love it. I don't, you ain't got to be able to sing. You just need to know the words and mean it. Come on in the room, Lord. That's all you need. Oh, man, I don't know about the day. I'm just, I'm just, man, I'm feeling good, man. Seeing the people here. I just got a question. I just got a question. I just got maybe I'll stay. I'm gonna stay behind the the desk. I, I just got a question. At some point, when are the believers gonna exercise their faith? At some point, when are you gonna exercise your faith? I wanna talk to the people. At what point? gonna exercise our faith do we really believe God no 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 we are not saying what we believe Satan got us all running around scared and I've had enough just think about it 
He come to kill, steal, and destroy. Fact, people do die. Fact, people do die of colds, and flus, and viruses, and falling downstairs, and accidents, hangnails, and little infections. People do die. The Bible says it's appointed for every man to die. And then the judgment. At some point, when are you going to operate in faith? I'm talking to everybody that's going to hear it now and afar off. I'm talking, listen, when I'm gone, when are you going to operate in faith? What are we waiting on? They did this study. And since this pandemic, they, they said probably a third of the church will not return. Or more. Will not return to the house of God. It's exactly what it is. It's a plan of the enemy. And listen, it's a spirit. They got the body of Christ. Listen, I will abide by the law of the land. But I will not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. I will not do that. At some point, when are we going to operate in faith? Oh, I got it. Because faith worked by love. So it's a love issue. Not a virus issue. The doors are open. Matter of fact, they never closed. At some point, you're going to have to begin to operate by faith. If you can't take this one, and the Bible says that things are going to get better. Oh, y'all listening. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do? How faithful are you? And we make up any excuse. I mean, we got some parameters set up and protocols for WM ministry. Fine, you abide by them. But at some point, how come the Holy Spirit haven't convicted you? When are you ever going to stand on the word of God? He says, in the day of adversity, if you faint, your strength is small, weak. When, when are we actually going to believe? How dare we allow the enemy to come in and dictate to us when, how I shall assemble. 
So much going on. So much is going on. While we're over here so consumed with COVID-19. So consumed with the political realm. So consumed, you know, uh, uh, with racism. The body of Christ is overtaken by racism. It's just unbelievable. He's trying to erase the experience that we have shared in this place. I'm going to get to my teaching, but I need to do this first. He's trying to eradicate the memory of the moves of God and your flag ministry. He's trying to eradicate the prophetic dance ministry. He's trying to, listen, the moves of God. He's trying to eradicate that from our minds. And you stand in the comfort of your homes. We've done our due diligence. People get sick. People die. Fearful. We don't trust God. We do not believe God. We got other ministries that never shut their doors. Like I said, we preoccupied with all the things of this world. They have us so blinded that we cannot even see Bible prophecy being fulfilled. Oh, man. Cannot see it. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled. Did God... Cause this COVID-19, this punishment. He can. But what God does is allow. And the body of Christ don't even understand a shaking when they feel a shaking. Because that which remains is alive. So he shook walking ministries. He shook the body of Christ. But he didn't shake the return that we saw yesterday. If some of y'all saw it. Repentance. Beautiful. In its essence, it's beautiful. Teacher. Why are we doing all of this? Why I got to always be comfortable? Why does it always have to be comfortable to be a believer? Why? Why? Why can't we make our Bethel right in the middle of the storm? Our home. Why does it always got to be comfortable? Yeah. 
we could not be Christians in the day of Jesus. No, we could not. And a lot of us, we doing all this marching. We could not be slaves in the time. No, we couldn't. No, we couldn't. Man, I got something for you today. Get there, I'm going. I'm tired of the enemy just manipulating the body of Christ in fear. God told us he did not give us the spirit of fear. Look at this. Come into the sanctuary and tell us what we can do and what we cannot do. When are you going to step out in faith? Shame. Why are we doing all this? Die? Why are we sitting here with COVID-19 in the forefront? Fearful everywhere you go. Your kids are two years old. They're asking, you got your mask? I mean, come on. Something wrong with this picture. Why are we doing this? Watch this. This is how blind we are. The Ottoman Empire. Erdogan, the prince of Turkey. Has stepped into the biggest church. Over there. Church. I didn't say synagogue. Church. He walked in there. With the sword. This is Bible prophecy being fulfilled. Why are we over here doing all of this? The Ottoman Empire is rising up. Nobody can see what's happening. But that right there means nothing to the average evangelical Christian believer. But it should. It should mean something to you. I'm tired of us as ministries and we're being blind. Not everybody, but a majority of us are blind to the things of God. To the actual spiritual aspect and realm that we live in. Y'all know what the day is. In a few hours, it will end at sunset. It will be Yom Kippur. What is that? I mean, it's the day of atonement. We, we're coming out of the 10 days of awe. The first of Elul. Do you know 
what day this is? As believers, we probably don't know. This is the day that Jesus started his earthly ministry. See how we don't know anything. This is the day. Go to Isaiah. You don't do this right. No. First, before we go there, mm -mm. before we go there, go Leviticus, Leviticus 23, 27. This is the day that Jesus, our Savior, began his earthly ministry. not my teaching, but I just need to show you something. You got it, minister? I'll sit down, I guess. This is Leviticus chapter 23 at verse 27. The scripture reads, Also the tenth day of this seventh month is the day of atonement. It shall be a holy called assembly. And you shall afflict yourselves by, by fasting in penitence and humility and present an offering made by fire to the Lord. 23 and 27, correct? Yes, sir. And on the 10th day of the seventh month, the day of atonement, this is it. It shall be a holy day called an assembly, and it shall be afflicted yourselves by fasting and penitence. Now, a lot of the Orthodox Jews, they are um, using this feast or day as a repentance day, 24 hours they do for your sin. Now, there's a whole lot of teaching in here, but... This is what they did then for their sin. Your price for your sin has been paid. See, this is how you have to know. And I'm going to show you what the next scripture we're going to get to. And you don't have to. See, they're still afflicting their body for their sin. They don't have the, the goat. They don't have the scapegoat. They don't have Jesus who has died for their sins. See, understanding is everything. Oh, that was good right there. So your sins have been forgiven. They're still trying to get their sins forgiven. Oh. Go, to, go to Isaiah 61. Before I go into my teaching. Isaiah 61 and 1. This is Isaiah chapter 61 at verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. 
Because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison and of the eyes to those who are bound. Oh, Woo, hold on. And it says right here, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of his favor. Well, this right here was his declaration. This is the day of atonement. This is the actual day. And you, you read it. And if you do your study in there, it is actually the year. What is the year? The year is the year of the Jubilee. This is the day that he started his earthly ministry with that scripture. Oh, glory to God. Woo! See, y'all got to know God. My goodness. Listen to this. And, you know, after Jesus did this, he wrote, read this, and he closed the book, it said, right? And it said that if you keep on reading, they'll find out that they were upset now. They're mad. So they seek to take him out of the town, listen, to the edge of the town where the cliff was. And they were going to throw him off. Guess what? That's the Azazel. That's the scapegoat. Just like they've been practicing all that time. But, uh. Real goat, a physical goat. But he was the symbolism of it. And they seek to do the same thing. I know a lot of teaching that the Azazel, you know, is the devil. No, it's not. It was the scapegoat. Listen, he was both goats. He had two natures. Oh, I got, God, I gave me something so deep. If I can get... Woo, I'm going to show you something if we get there today. Oh, my goodness. Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. Leads us into tabernacles, rejoicing. See, the body of Christ, we, we don't realize we're so, I want to be on God's timetable, time clock. I need to be there. You, you need to have an offering today. You didn't have any sacrifice. You should prepare, have prepared yourself. See? This ain't your time, y'all. This is a sacrifice. This is a seed. This is what he's talking about. Whenever we come to God, we should never come empty-handed. Not at his appointed times. So good, y'all. This, 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 that's not my teaching. I, I want to talk about love is. I want to talk about love. It's, it's the season you should be thinking. <laughs> but but I, I got to set some things up. I know I'm not going to finish. I already know that. But I need to lead up into what I'm going People just want you to drop, boom, 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 and it can't happen like that. Um, see, folks say, who is, folks say, who is the people? 
just let them not be a name amongst you. <laughs> All right. I got something. Uh, I, you know, in my teachings, I always have a teaching, but I have a teaching within a teaching, right? Something that he, he's saying to us, and I think he wants us to. He spoke to us. He spoke to me about this, and I want to share it with you. Can I share it with you? Okay. All right. Just a scripture. Today I know a whole, whole lot of scripture. You should have some scripture in you. All right. Minister, go to Habakkuk. You know, the Bible calls him a minor prophet, but that's just, don't get it twisted. Go to Habakkuk. He gave me a word for us. Something he's planning on for us. Let's listen to this. It's for the prophet and the ministers, and you all are ministers. All right. Go to Habakkuk 2, 1 through 3. This is Habakkuk chapter 2 at verse 1. Reading in the Amplified Bible, the scripture says, Oh, I know I have been rash to talk out plainly, this way to God. I will in my thinking stand upon my post of observation and station myself on the tower or fortress and will watch to see what he will say within me oh. and what answer I will make as his mouthpiece mm. to the perplexities of my complaint against him. Verse 2. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone who passes may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by. For the vision is yet for an appointed time and it hastens to the end, the fulfillment it will not deceive or disappoint. Though it tarry, wait earnestly for it, because it will surely come. It will not be behindhand on its appointed day. When you come to God, you have, he has an assignment for you. When we gather together as a ministry, he has an assignment for us. These are why these feasts are so important. And I love it. He said, this is an appointed time for everything. It's an appointed time for you to hear. It is an appointed time for you to hear what he's saying in this time. Oh, so he gave me this. And I'm like, Habakkuk, my goodness. Habakkuk stood watch like a guard and waited for God's answer. I know we have a question before God as far as our call and our ministry and the time that we're in right now. And You're not just here because you're here. Somebody asked you to come. It's part of the call. Now listen, let's look at Habakkuk for a minute. This is not the teaching, but this is something that I have to give us. The prophet had long, listen, he had logged his complaint just like a lot of us 
He had pleaded with God for an answer to the burning question of his heart. Now he knew that he must wait. But he would not wait idly. Nor would he be impatient. He set his heart and mind to stand watch. He determined to be diligent and purposeful. Mm -mm, mm -mm, Y'all missed that. Y'all listen to this. He set his heart and mind to stand watch. He was determined to be diligent and purposeful. To focus, watch this, his whole existence now on listening to the voice of the Lord. Oh, we ain't no way he told you to stay home. See, yeah, to everybody watching. Teacher, I need us to understand some things when we come to God. We, we don't know the principles of the spirit. And how the kingdom actually functions and operates and how you are to function and operate in it. Actually, it operates through you. The environment is within you. Because he said, where's the kingdom of God? We keep thinking we got to work. It's out here. We're working in it. No, the realm is within you. Oh, Jesus. I need us to listen to this. Oh, to answer to your question, intercessor. You have to... Be purposeful. He focused his whole existence on listening. Once you come into the kingdom, your whole existence should be focused on listening for the voice of God. He said he put in, he put his, he made, he logged his complaint to God. Now, God, I'm ready to go on my post and wait for the answer. And in that time, I'm not going to be, listen, unfruitful. Purposeful. I set my mindset not to be idle. I am determined. Everything God does is intentional. Listen to this. He focuses his whole existence on listening for the voice of the Lord, like a guard, a sentinel. He would watch for God's answer and not abandon his post until it came. Oh, my goodness. Woo. This is the essence of a true prophet or a minister, which you are. A true prophet or minister waits for the word of God. The message of God has, listen, that God would have for his people. Thank you, prophetess. Only God has the word 
of truth. And y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm gonna to parlay into some truth here before I talk about love. Everybody just want to talk about love, but you can't do that yet. Some things have to be established. I'm trying to establish a foundation right now. Where are we going? What he's saying to us. Hmm. Listen to this. A true prophet or minister waits for the words of God. The message of God has for his people. Only God has the truth. Listen. Only God has the word of truth and life. If our words are merely our own words, if we do not come from, if it does not come from the Lord, then they are called vain and empty. This is, this is what we've been speaking. Listen to this. If our words are merely our own words, if they do not come from the Lord, they are vain and empty. Habakkuk knew that he must wait on further revelation from the Lord before he could speak anything, watch this, of value to his people. Thus, amen, he determined to stand watch. Mm, mm, mm. This is how he waited. The Bible says that he waited expectantly. You know why? You know why he waited expectantly? Because the Bible said that he knew God. He knew God would answer. He knew God would answer him. This is why he waited expectantly. See, that's a different in hope. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But he knew God. No, Jesus said, this is for them, Father. I know that you hear me. <laughs> that just do something to me when I read that scripture. He said, I know that you hear me. See, you know why? Because, see, when I said love is, and I said I got to talk about truth, and I got to talk about, listen, to ultimately get to the relationship. Because of his relationship with God, he knew that you always hear me. He didn't say sometimes, occasionally, depending on what I did. He said, I know that you always hear me. Lazarus, come forth. He, he knew that God heard him. <laughs> he was his word. And listen, that same word in your mouth is the same word that Jesus spoke. It's the same word. Y'all ain't ready. I'm playing. This ain't even the teaching. Hold on. Oh, hold on. He waited expectantly. He knew God would answer him. He did not know when, but he knew an answer would come. He determined, listen, he was determined to wait as long as needed Amen. to be ready and alert when the answer came. 
As a faithful guard, he would be ready to act at a moment's notice. Oh, my goodness. Woo, just how you follow. Note this. Habakkuk's faith and trust again. Listen, we have much to learn from this prophet. An example, his faith was proven by his willingness to wait. Y'all ain't ready. I'm not ready. Y'all not ready. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Listen to this. His faith was proven. I told you, you got to have evidence and proof. His proof was his willingness to wait. His trust in the Lord was real evidence by his willingness to stand watch. This is a genuine trust, teacher. This is a genuine trust. People with little or no faith are very impatient. I got so much. I got so much on here. I want to show y'all. I want to show y'all what real currency in the kingdom is. Oh my God. I want to show. I don't know. Y'all got to give me something to say the time. Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I give you all praise and glory. Because I didn't know how he wanted me to do this today. I don't know. He gave it to you. He showed me. He got me covering all kind of grounds. Listen to this. Listen to this. Habakkuk. 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 Listen to this. A genuine trust. And I said, people with little or no faith are impatient. Jesus. They are not willing to wait. How can wait be a weapon? How can waiting be a weapon? See, we ain't ready. Oh, y'all tear it up in here. I don't care. Got a lot of room. Head up. Come on here. That's the word. How can that be a weapon? See, we, we don't even know. See, I told you we don't know. Uh, listen, we don't know the spiritual realm. I got in the teaching eventually. I'm going to help y'all with y'all feelings too. It's just so much. It, I know I ain't going to get to it, but we gonna, I'm just. All right, here we go. Maybe teacher, give me some grace today. Maybe I'm operating under grace today. Who knows? Woo! All right, here we go. She with me, though. She with me. They're not willing to wait. They're, they're, they're like, you know, impulsive children. They demand an answer immediately. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. People, people streaming, it's a mess here right now. And you got to see this. All right, here we go. Here we go. 
All right, here we go. Here we go. Watch this. Here we go. See, waiting and patience is too different. Oh, I ain't going to mess y'all. Mess y'all. All right. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> See, we act like impulsive children. They demand an answer immediately. And if they do not get it, they throw, listen, they grow impatient and move on to the next thing. Sit here and be planted. Sit here and be planted. Sit here and be planted. See, we were able to leave the other ministry because we were fruitful. If I wasn't producing, I wouldn't have left. And I wasn't, I, I, it's a difference than leaving and being sent. Because when he sent me, all of you were in my call. You haven't built anything where you were, where you at, how you leave. Okay, here we go. Let me, let me keep on moving. Watch this. Watch this. They grow impatient and move on to the next thing. But true faith requires patience. And patience brings about maturity. Maturity in Christ. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. So therefore, all believers are called to be patient in prayer. We must wait expectantly for the answer and be willing to stand watch. This simply means that we must focus our minds or in listening for the voice of God. Mm-mm-mm. This may require us to change our priorities. We may have to rearrange our schedule. To spend more time with God's word and in his meditation. Uh oh, uh oh. We may even need to seek new friends and godly counsel. See, all this is all this all this is requiring or requirements to hear the voice of God. Your friend's voice is too loud. Mm-hmm. It's louder, it's louder than you can hear God. God said he speaks in a soul. That's right. He was speaking through the shofar. The Bible said his voice is like a trumpet. And, and not only that, the, the, the smaller shofar that you see here, not the longer one, um, this one has a sound 
And if you do your study properly, it has a sound. Watch the sound. It's repentance. But the longer one that you have, that sound is acquainted with rejoicing. This one has a sound of repentance. It is so good. And, and you know, they had to be made out of, you know, a, a ram or a goat. It, it could not be used for a bull. Couldn't have a bull's horn or cow because that was used, listen, in the golden calf. So they didn't, they didn't want to have anything that would refer back to that. So they couldn't use that. So they had to use a goat always. Amen. It's so much. I told you, it's so much mystery in here. So many things that this does. Sound for healing and war. Everything comes out of this. We don't have any idea. Okay. Man, here we go. All right. The point is that if we truly receive the answers from God, we must do. Listen, we must do whatever it takes to prepare ourselves. We must not only wait for the answer, but also wait expectantly. Watch this in faith. Like a beckon, we must be alert and ready to act when the answer comes. Listen to what God says about seeking him. And they said you have to seek him humbly, diligently, and obediently. My goodness. This is, this is all I wanted. I, I got a few more minutes here. But that was just to, something he wanted for the house, for us. So we should be in a position and posture of listening for his voice right now. This is for the house. Amen. Well, if he asks us to listen, he must going to say something. Significant. Mm. All right. Every time now I'm, I'm, I'm doing the setup now. So here we go. That was part of it. Here we go. Every time and every moment spent in the presence of God. Watch this teacher. It gives us access to his wisdom. Mm, mm, mm. The spirit of wisdom is the dimension of the Holy Spirit responsible for bringing prophecy to pass. Can we just get a little deep? See, we need to know how this thing works. Look at this thing here. <laughs> Every moment spent in the presence of God gives us access to his wisdom. Who would want to come out of the presence of God? Okay. The spirit of wisdom is the dimension of the Holy Spirit responsible for bringing prophecy to pass. When God speaks, the dimension of the Holy Spirit that goes forth is the spirit of wisdom. <laughs> he brings, listen, he brings to... He begins to coordinate people and circumstances that make that makes for a manifestation of what of which has been spoken. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm 
Let me read this again. Listen to this. Listen to this. When God speaks, when God speaks, the dimensions of the Holy Spirit that goes forth is the spirit of wisdom. He begins to coordinate people and circumstances that makes for a manifestation of that which was spoken. Mm, mm, mm. Just page one. <laughs> Holy Spirit is. Hopefully we ain't sending up no strange fire. We sending up the real fire. <sighs> I need y'all to get that. Y'all want me to repeat it one more time? Okay. Listen to this. I'm going to preface it right here. I said every time that you are in the presence of God, listen to this. It gives you access to wisdom. The spirit of wisdom, I'm telling you how it works. Prophecy, watch this. The spirit of wisdom is the dimension of the Holy Spirit responsible for bringing prophecy to pass. Mm. So when God speaks, the dimension of the Holy Spirit that goes forth is the spirit of wisdom. He begins to coordinate people and circumstances to make for a manifestation of what that which has been spoken. This is the real spirit of prophecy. Mm, mm, mm. What I'm hoping today, <laughs> I'm hoping today that my communication will be under the strong influence the spirit of wisdom. My communication with you, I'm hoping that it will be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. A strong influence of them. Amen? Watch this. Every time God is speaking, and we know there's many ways that he can speak, right? But when the spirit of wisdom is operating on a man communicating, watch this, the word of the Lord, then it is very important to listen. Every time the wisdom of God comes, it means that there is something about his intention for your life that has to be spoken about what he desires. And it must, listen, manifest. What I'm saying is that a lot of times teaching when who's ever up, whether it's elder, you, me, whoever's up speaking. We have to take it very seriously. It's very important to listen. And I said that, I said that, but when the spirit of wisdom is operating on a man's communication, and I'm I'm that's what I'm doing right now. So this is Holy Spirit operating on my communication right now with you. It's very important to listen. Every time wisdom of God comes, it, that's what's coming to you right now. It means that there is something about his intention for your life. It's something intentional that you're going to hear for your life. He wants you to hear it today. And then once he hears it, it he desires to be for it to manifest. Mm, mm, mm. 
All of the dimensions of the Holy Spirit revealed in the Bible. Listen, it, it don't just work any old way. It don't just work anyway. They accomplish specific things. See, teacher, we, we really don't know, and you have said it, it's hard and it's challenging for us to hear the instruction, what God is speaking in your life today. Everything that God speaks, if it's coming out of mouth, it is for, it's, it's intentional for it to manifest in your life. I think that when your heart is open to know the truth, watch this. The Bible says that you shall know the truth, right? Just stop right there. The Bible says that you should know the truth. Pause right there for a minute, third time. And the Bible says that you should know the truth. Mm. And if it's really the truth that you're looking for. There will be evidence that the truth can make you free. Mm. Watch this. Can make you free. That's what the Bible says. Do this check. Okay? Do this check. Y'all want to do a check? Okay, all right. He said he came to set the, at liberty the ones that are captive. Listen to that word, liberty, okay? Keep that in your bank, in your memory bank. The liberty you are experiencing in every area of your life, that is your liberty, meaning what justifies it, validates whether or not the information you are receiving is truth. <laughs> it's like, y'all say, wait a minute, Pastor, what did you say? That one went in and right out. Okay, listen to this. The liberty you are experiencing in your everyday life right now, if that is liberty, meaning justified it, right? That is justified. That, that is liberty. Validates whether or not the information you receive is truth. Because if it is truth, then in, then an aspect of your life should, listen, should life, you, you, you should be experiencing that dimension of liberty. Hold on. Oh, okay. If it's validate, that, that, I said the, the liberty that you're experiencing in your life right now, you ain't bound by nothing. All right. If it is really liberty, if it is really liberty, it, it will validate, it, if it is, it will validate whether or not the information you receive is true. And the truth shall Because if it is truth, then an aspect of your life should experience that dimension of liberty. If I catch the truth about my finances, I should experience that liberty. Isn't that true? 
if I capture, listen, if I capture that experience, then I should be liberated. And the truth shall make you free. Make, set, the make. Bible and King James said make. Every other version says set. Make you free. Make. Manufacture. Make you free. Different than set you free. Make you free. I could be a killer behind bars now. They can set me free. I'm still a killer. But while I'm in there, I can be. Listen, that system can make me free. So when I'm released, I've come to set the captives at liberty free. This is the first day of his ministry. Most of the time, well, it's not first day of our ministry. Be like, what did I do? What am I to do? Okay, here we go. He knew exactly what to do. Listen to this. If I catch the truth about my finances, it should, I should experience the liberty of that, right? If I catch the truth, listen, of my victory in Christ, I should, listen, I, I should see it demonstrated by the ability to rise above the oppression of darkness. If I catch the truth, we're talking about truth right now. If I catch the truth, about my victory in Christ, I said. I shall see it demonstrated by my ability to rise up beyond the oppression of darkness. If I catch the truth concerning my health, it should show. So if I capture the truth concerning whatever aspect of my life, I will be able to truly see the areas that still remain, that I still remain a slave to and bondage to. Oh, y'all not ready? Oh, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. So if I capture the truth concerning whatever aspect of my life, I will be able to truly see the areas I still remain a slave to. And I was still, and then I'm still in bondage to. This is a picture of the dimension of truth. Listen, this is what I just said to them. That is a picture of the dimension of truth that is yet to be real to me. Oh my God. Whew. If I capture the truth, listen to what I'm saying. If I capture the truth concerning whatever aspect of my life, I'm going to slow it down. I will be able to truly see the areas that I still remain slave to and in bondage to. If I capture the truth and the truth shall make you, you can say that or make. I like King James Version. Go ahead, teacher. Listen. Did y'all get that? I said it slow enough for you to to get it. So if I capture the truth concerning 
whatever aspect of my life, I would be able to truly see the areas I'm still bound in. I'm still slave to. This is a picture of the dimension of truth that is yet to be real to me. Go ahead, teacher. Go ahead. Watch this. And ye shall know. And ye shall know the truth. Not have. And ye shall know the truth. Not have. Because you can have, you can have it forever. But it is that day that you know it. Mm, good God. Woo! You shall know the truth. And today the Lord is coming with the truth. See, truly when you have the revelation, you have this revelation, you will love the house of God. See, the house of God is the place of truth. See, oh, did y'all hear that? If you get this revelation of truth, oh my God, oh Jesus. If you get that revelation of the truth, you will love the house of God. See, the house of God is the house of truth. You shouldn't be upset when somebody tells you the truth. That's what the problem is. See, most of us get upset when somebody tell you the truth. <laughs> That's an area of your life that still is in bondage. That is still subject to slavery. The truth is your walk could be better. We'll leave the church you tell somebody that. Hopefully, hopefully this is the revelation that is needed today. This is, hopefully this is the revelation you're needed today for your walk with God. Truth. Oh, my God. See, so this is the problem. So I'm doing this so you can have a true walk with God. Most of us aren't walking in truth. No, we're not. If it was, he would be giving this. He'd love us. My God, tell me the truth, God. See, see, that's the thing. When you hear from God, he only speaks the truth. He only speaks the truth. See, our problem is that we don't like truth. 
The truth is the church doors are open. That's the truth. You can have the same experience that we had six months ago. That's the truth. People don't like the truth. They love the lie. I got some deep stuff in here. We just scratching the surface here. Can I go? Can I go just a few more minutes? All right. Okay. Hopefully, <laughs> I told y'all, y'all, and you get this revelation today that your walk with God would be a true walk with God. Listen to that. A true walk with him. Because sometime that we may, hmm, I want to say this. Some things can keep you bound for a long time. And all of a sudden you find out that this revelation that you're getting today was needed for truth. This would be a altering, a faith altering change for some of us today. Some. Some. Not all, some about the truth. So if you have been a faithful follower of God and his word for a long time, there should be some level of liberty in your life that is compelling enough to make someone listen to you. Y'all didn't get that. Woo! Listen to what I'm saying. We're talking about, see, as believers, we have a lot of believers, but there's really no evidence. Mm -mm, no, we're not. It, it shows that y'all have faith in God when you're here today. Mm. Don't get mad if you're screaming. That's fine. Some of you don't have the faith. It's all right. Some of you have other circumstances. Some of you can't. Some of you, some of you refuse. Some of you are refusing to operate by faith. See, they don't want the truth. They're going to get mad. They're going to get mad, upset, because I'm telling them the truth. Some of you watching right now should be here. That's the truth. People don't, they don't want to hear the truth. If you can't and you got other situations, that's understandable. God knows the truth. <laughs> I like that. Listen to this. So if you've been a faithful follower of God and his word for a long time, there should be a level of liberty in your life that is compelling enough to want someone to listen to what you are listening to. Thank you, T. Watch this. You can't claim to be around truth. Okay. You can't claim to be around truth for a period of time and then 
every area of your life is helplessly in bondage. It can't. It can't be. It cannot be. I, I, I say that with great pains. You can't claim to be around truth for a period of time. And every area of your life is helplessly in bondage. It can't be. That means you've been around the environment of truth. But you have not listened carefully or engaged diligently. Oh, that is to make me want to rub my knee. Because you got people being here, and I know the truth is coming for. You've been in the environment. Y'all listen to me on streaming? You've been in the environment of truth, but you have not listened carefully and or engaged diligently. We have learned that being around the truth does not bring transformation. We have learned that being around the truth does not bring transformation. It doesn't even bring liberty. Just being around it. Mm-mm. Watch this. The truth personified is Jesus, the word of God, correct? Y'all know personified, given human attributes, okay. abilities. The truth personified is Jesus, the word of God himself. There were people who lived with him, ate with him, and yet, they did not change. Being around the vicinity of truth does not guarantee transformation. Mm-mm. It does not guarantee liberation. Some people just say, oh, I just want to be with y'all. I just want to be around. Well, you can be around me, you're going to be set free. Then you decide you want to hang with me. But we're going to deal with that first. The truth. You don't want the truth. I can't, do it. I can't talk about love if we don't talk about truth. I can't talk about relationship unless we talk about truth. Right? Okay, so that's what I'm doing. Lord, y'all need to say this prayer. Lord, help me understand and receive the truth. Go ahead. Y'all need to say that. Lord, help me to understand and receive the truth. Come on, y'all stream and say the same thing. Type it in, somebody. Help me understand and receive the truth. Lord. (laughs) Big doing it. All right. Now, the truth that you have received, that you have engaged and know, will now, listen, set you free. Okay, now the truth that you have received, that you have engaged, and know will make you free. Amen, somebody. See, you got to know know truth. Our lives have to be validated. 
There have to be validation of everything. Jesus, the word says in the Bible, we have to be, listen, we have to, uh, we have to ex- excel in every aspect of our life, not just in one at the expense of another. So a lot of people, I got this right, but then there's four of the things over here that I refuse to work on. That I refuse, listen, to be liberated from. Because you don't have truth in that area. You haven't captured truth in that area of your life. This is what's wrong with a lot of our teachers. We haven't captured truth. Because the Bible said that the truth, once you apprehend it, it will set you free. In that area. Okay. 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 What are you going to give me? Five minutes? <laughs> Feel like I'm in an auction. Give me 10, 10, 5, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 30, 30, People watching, what do y'all want? Streaming, what do y'all want? Teacher's going to come in agreement with you. Okay, she said 10. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, here we go. Do right. so y'all want me to do like Jesus closed the book? All right. Y'all see what, y'all see what uh, my daughter uh, Whitney gave me for my... Birthday. Isn't that nice? It says, it says Roderick. <laughs> Shepherd, father, friend. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Love you too. It's beautiful. I'm making good use. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. As I said, our lives should validate everything that Jesus, uh, Jesus the Word says in the Bible, right? We should excel in every aspect of our life, not just uh, one at the expense of another. Amen. Okay. Now, can I talk to you a little bit about relationship for 10 minutes? Just a little bit. Just, just, just. All right. I won't go in there too deep. All right. Let me see if I can help us out here. All right. I believe that our successes in life is based on relationship. All right. Come on now. Amen. <laughs> Holy Ghost. All right. <laughs> I love that. Validation. All right, here we go. I believe, as I said, that our successes in life is based on relationships. You have to grow to appreciate the power of relationships. Mm, 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 mm. If you don't understand True relationships, you will never prosper in life. You will never be victorious in life if you don't have the understanding of relationship. Relationships are powerful. Once you understand, once I I peel it back and let y'all see it, okay? Listen to this. In all of your understanding, no matter your business accomplishments, no matter your educational qualifications, no matter your level of spirituality, if you do not understand God's system of relationship, then you stand a chance of being a failure and a frustrated personality. 
you listen to this. You have to understand God's system of relationship. Now, you didn't hear me say feelings. You didn't hear me say anything else in there about that, right? Okay. And love is not a feeling. Okay, hold on. That just messed us all up right there. Y'all want a key? Here's the key to the easiest way to succeed in life through relationships. Your relationship is a stream of income. <laughs> oh, watch this. Watch this. Okay. All right. I like you. You said that's real. I like that. I like that. Listen, your relationship or relationships is a string of income. Just hold on. Your relationship is greater than any invention. The only thing that validates an invention is what men are, uh, that men, that they appreciate it and reward you for it. This is how the world of men operate. Now listen to what I say. I talked about inventions. The only thing that validates an invention is that men appreciate it and reward you for it. Okay? Now listen to this. This is the world of men. You have to understand the world of men. Okay? So many times as believers, we get whipped over issues that should give us swift and cheap victory. Mm-mm-mm. Shouldn't cost you nothing. Oh, y'all, maybe y'all didn't get that. Y'all, you got it? Okay. You want me to say it again? Okay. I said, so many times as believers, we get whipped over issues that should give us swift and cheap victories. You spend too much time and effort on an issue. Well, you should have cheap and swift, uh, you know, victories. You know why, teacher? Because we ignore the systems of God. Like this season. We are in now, listen, we are in a season now uh, forgiving. Mm. Hold back. Has anyone sown into the appointed time? See, that's, this is the season. See, we'll miss it. See, God ain't got to make up no gimmicks. This is how he can say, uh, test me, try me on this. Because he knows his appointed times. Okay. Hmm. I need to know what time it is. Remember, the easiest way to succeed in life is through relationships. Easiest way. Remember, I just told y'all relationships are currencies. 
They are currencies. They can purchase anything that money can buy. Relationships. Y'all missing it. Okay. There are seven currencies we use to purchase realities in this realm. Ooh. And the seventh of those currencies is the lowest. The lowest one of the currency in this realm is money. It's the lowest of the seven is money. Mm, mm, mm. Woo! <laughs> there are many currencies that are used in this realm. There are many currencies that are used in this realm. And I told you, out of the seven, money is the lowest. But you put the money is the highest. Deception. I said in this realm. Which realm are we operating in? I hope so. Integrity is a currency. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Godliness is a currency. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The anointing is a currency. Relationships is a currency. Watch this. Anything money can buy, relationships can pay for it. Anything. See, teacher, we don't value relationships. No, we don't. I told you we don't know how to operate in our realm of influence. <laughs> Most of the businesses that were started in here didn't have money. You didn't need money. All of them. You didn't. Oh, y'all not ready? Oh, y'all want me to shut this down. Listen to this. What you had was a relationship. What you have is a relationship that can pay for anything. See, we don't understand the currency. Oh, glory to God. Y'all want me to shut up? I'm going to shut this thing down. Goodbye. I'm gone. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> they were like, Pastor, what you talking about? Money can't buy this. You know that song, money can't buy you love. But, well, nah. Nope. See, it's wrong. See, that's the world of men. Mm. I love it. Thank you, Lord. Woo! The only thing that gives money value is that it is, listen, it is that there is a hand to collect it and reward you. That's the only thing that gives money value is that there is a hand to collect it and reward you. One person can open all you need. It's one person can open a hundred doors for you. I, and in my business career, I basically had one client. That one client opened the door for all kind of projects. Oh, Y'all missing this thing. Mm. 
One person can open a door, a hundred doors for you. Makes you think you might not need so many people in your life. In terms of favor and open doors, you just need one person, watch this, sent from God. Hey, y'all, we have a person sent from God in here, and it's hell, Minister Hell. Because one person has started unified, one person has started the Bowman Front, one person in his open doors, it's, it's favor, it's who you know. Amen. Amen. You captured it. You got that right. And see what one person can do. Y'all don't even realize. You don't realize the reach that his seed has done in this ministry. Mm. Watch this. Remember those who like you can make the difference. In your success. Mm. Those who like you can make all the difference in your success. God has trained us to understand that we do not that we do not ignore men. Okay, listen. God has trained us to understand that we do not ignore men and prosper. If you exalt God above men, but if you, I'm telling you, you, you exalt God above men, but if you ignore every man, prophecy will remain barren. Your, your prophecy will remain barren uh, in the realm of the spirit. Listen to that. Even God had to look for a man to cooperate with him. And he still does need that man today. Men for thee, people for your life. Watch this. I'm going to end right here. See, for real, who likes you can make a difference. In the Bible, listen, the book of Esther. A king loved a village girl. Ahazareth loved Esther. And she became a queen. It's who likes you. And also the king hated the queen. And she lost her place. Vashti. And God, listen, so loved men. And God, listen to this. And God so loved men. You got to think about this. And he became his redeemed. We became his redeemed because God so favored us. So loved us. So liked us. Who likes you does matter. 
Y'all listen to this. I need y'all to see this is how God's system works. Y'all got it? Everything reproduces on the basis of relationships. Did y'all hear that? Teaching. Everything reproduces on the basis of relationships. Everything in life. Your success, your failures, your spirituality, everything in life reproduces based on your relationship. Y'all got it? All right. This is the part I wanted to get to, but I'm going to stop. I think my 10 minutes is up. Jesus said it's up. It is a lot to digest. I just need y'all to know. It does matter who likes you. And I showed you that with Esther. I mean, it's so many examples who likes you and who it does matter to God. Just think about that. He was the king. And here's this village girl. Here is this village girl. Uh, nobody. And she ends up being queen. Because the king favored her. These are an example for us to see the love of God for our life and how special you are to him. And we don't see it because you know why? We don't understand relationship. But this is the whole thing that I'm trying to get to y'all. It's our relationship. How we relate. <laughs> and he closed the book. Where it was written, I want to keep going, man, but I have to stop. Teachers, I got to stay on, on the good scales with her. Anyway, I love y'all. I need our relationship to grow. I need our relationship to grow. Everybody that's listening, streaming as well. Um, there's so much more. We'll get to it. Either I'm going to teach next week or teacher will teach. Um, but I want to finish this thing. I got it. Y'all enjoy. I love y'all. Until next time, Shabbat Shalom. All right, Yom Kippur. Amen. <laughs>